Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre. Welcome to the Jed and Haley Show, and uh, this Haley is, of course, the podcast before the big day, Christmas Day. Yeah. And um, so the big question is, of course, are you ready? Are you set? I think so, yeah. I had a, I had a week or two ago where I was just like, because Panicking. of the wedding, then Freddie's birthday, I was like, I am so not Christmas ready at all. But I am pretty good, or I have been better at getting sort of stocking fillers. I think that was my problem last Christmas. When we kind of came to the Christmas Eve, we're just off to bed. I just said to John, I went, I just don't feel like there's a lot here. But... But I know what I do when I'm out and about in March and July and, you know, October and I go, oh, that's good. And it's five, 10, 15 quid. I go, I'll grab that. And it just goes in mm. the in the stocking filler that's cupboard. Good, that. um, good. Whereas because I because we didn't go out last year, we were locked down for most of the year. I just didn't have those opportunities to grab stuff as I went. Like one of the things like Freddie likes, this will tell you everything you need to know about our family, is Freddie loves a whoopee cushion. He loves a fart joke, loves a whoopee cushion. <laughs> so I uh, found a giant one. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, nipped, yeah. I nipped in B&M's one night for some, I don't even know what. They were reduced to like three quid. Yeah. I was like, that is a belting stocking filler. Um, and of course, they're great fun to wrap up. It's a massive thing. It's massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, that will give you, it won't matter what else we get in. We'll be doing that on Christmas morning. No one everyone else is kind of like having books fizzing. If you like, you know, mommy, mommy, just stand up a minute. Mommy, that, mommy, just I'm, sit, just sit will, down, just yeah. and you have to play seriously. the. Oh, okay. <laughs> seriously, that will happen. I'm genuinely, I'm going to say fifty times in our house on Christmas yeah. Day. Well, morning. Where you fit, bit? Um, Imagine the steps and stuff that you'll be. You'll get all in. The squats. <laughs> the squats. All squats. So you'll be so coming out that, like J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a bit of a that. So yeah, I guess I am like done. I've still got some wrapping to do, but I've made a start. Like this week, one of my favourite things I've done this week. And I, I might be jumping the gun a tiny bit. Is um, a load of my friends of a certain age all grew up watching Sex and the City. Well, it's come back, hasn't it? With yes, just yeah. and just like that, with Sarah Jessica Parker and most of the original cast. And I wanted to watch it under these conditions when the house was empty and I was by myself. And I thought, right, I'm going to do some rapping and do it at that point. So this week, this week just gone was my last opportunity. John was still at work. Fred was still at school. So I was like, I'm going to do it. What a mess I was. Mm. I was crying because <laughs> there's, there's mm. quite a big twist in like right. the second, third episode or something. And I'm literally <laughs> rapping through a sea <laughs> of tears thinking I've not really thought this through, to be honest. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was um, I managed to get that done this week. Um, so, yeah, I feel pretty, pretty organised. I'm going to my mum's on Christmas Day for, for our Christmas dinner and then I'm doing um a leg of lamb on Boxing Day. So all that stuff is bought. I just need to buy my fresh... Fresh veg, yeah, really. I don't yeah, really want to buy it now. No, um, we go off, won't it? Just, just the yeah, problem. it's just yeah. too soon. So I'd rather go and get it in the coming days. But I don't need loads. Like my sister's coming over uh, midweek, and we're having like a bit of a, a bit of a get a family games night with a buffet. So I've got most of the food for that. So yeah, we're doing a bit of entertaining. I think we're having everyone over Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, and then on Wednesday. So yeah, three three times we're kind of having people here mm. um so yeah i'm looking forward to it and i do feel pretty organized more organized than i thought i'd be if you'd have asked me a month ago like so i've just noticed the date yeah so we john and i got married a month ago today if you'd have asked me a month ago i was a million yeah, no miles off it. we haven't done anything yeah, i was like that it was again but probably a couple of weeks ago it was like oh my goodness you know i've not i've not mm. really given it any thought and then 
I just had a day where I was like, right, what? And I really try and think about things, you know, you, you're always mm. like, right, what, what's the wife hinted at this year that, you know, I should have yeah, picked yeah. up on, you know? Um, and I think, I, I think I've cracked it. Anyway, I'll find out on the big day, of course, but I think I've cracked <laughs> it. But anyway, so like you said, so I had a day of just absolutely smashing everything, get it going, all boxed off. Yeah. So I, I'm in a, a similar boat, really, I think. We're, and we're just today, funny enough, after this, we are heading out just to get the final bits and bobs. So it'd be quite nice. You know, yeah, yeah. we've got sort of all yeah. day to do it because um, obviously Claire's a teacher, so she's off. Um, yeah, Grace is off. She's off. And, yes, Grace off. But the good thing is, is Charlie, who's the one that takes sort of all our time and effort, if you will, because he's only two, he's he's in he's still in nursery still till Wednesday. So we're like, <laughs> you're right. We can really, like, motor on, you know, to get stuff ready. Mm. So then... Mm. Um, you know everything's sort just just great and sorted and, and fantastic. So it's kind of because um, normally he breaks up same time for two weeks at nursery. So we've uh, yeah we've had a little a mini oh, win really. Great. So we can that's get great. I know so we can get stuff sort of organised. Because um, like and when he's home, because you've had to take him. Because when because you've had to take him as well, you've had to be up yeah, out you're gone up and ready. for like yeah, a normal exactly. time. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So we're, no, um... I'm not saying romance is uh, dead in our house, but <laughs> oh. the 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 Amazon guy arrived this morning. Um, I was working in the office on my computer, so John's gone down to answer the door, and he's come back up. He's gone there. Oh, there's one for you and one for me. And I just looked at him. I was like, "Is that my Christmas present?" He went, "Yeah." I went, "This is your Christmas <laughs> present." He went. He went right. I went. So shall we wrap them up later? He went. He, he went. Really? Oh, you could open the box. I went. No, look, no. That's, no, that's no, no, not no, quite no. the spirit. It's not. Um, it's not where we're at. No. So literally, the Amazon guy this morning before we started recording the podcast arrived and uh, and brought John's present off me and my present off him. I was like, oh, this is romantic. Thank you, Amazon. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm a bit concerned because I say I'm organised. I'm going to my brothers on wednesday so that's sort of and it's Aww. near southampton way and um uh, well i say it's near southampton way it's sort of about 20 minutes 30 minutes from there but um it, it's uh, uh and when we get on to what you've been watching um mm-hmm. i'll um, i've gone into the sort of the um when we went to portugal and we watched the madeline mccann disappearance um like netflix right. documentary so i'm in a i'm in yeah, a yeah, similar yeah. situation so when you say what we're watching you'll you'll understand where i'm going with it oh, okay. but anyway right okay. so um so i'm going there but the issue is i'm going down there because obviously this will be the first time i see my little nephew for the first time because oh, i've seen so in october so yeah really looking forward another to that. bills i know and uh, and another boy as well we just have boys all the time and um so and then there's that but it, his big get because they're all sorted I ordered his gift, he's trying a big gift, if you will, um, two weeks ago. And I got an email sort of last week saying, listen, we've not forgotten or anything like that. We're just um, it, our deliveries and, you know, and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've, I've only got today and tomorrow for this delivery to get here or else... Yeah, it's not it. So I'm in a real like, oh, and and it's that, isn't it? You know, you get to like five o'clock, and you think, well, that's another day gone because no one's going to be coming now. And yeah, see, we just, had oh. similar. John John bought me a gift for us getting married, and instead of him surprising me, he's not great at surprises. <laughs> to be fair, um, I said, John, please don't surprise me. I know what I want. Sent in the link. This is what I want. 
This is exactly what I want. He's like, right, no problem. <laughs> and then, bless him, I have felt really bad because literally almost since the moment he ordered it, they've pushed back the delivery date yeah. and pushed it back and pushed it back to the point now where they've gone. So what you want, we've got, but the accessories that go with it, it's a handbag basically. Mm. Um, we we haven't got this and this. So we can either hang on to it and deliver it all as one. And then I went, just get him to send me the bloody bag, will you? And then mm. we'll worry about the accessories <laughs> later. But it was dead expensive. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, they've pushed it back and pushed it back and i and luckily because it's exactly what i wanted from this particular website not i'm not bothered but he's he doesn't feel that bad because he like it was what you wanted it's not yeah, you know yeah. it's no one's fault that it's not here but you know when you're just like come on and it'll be a bloody first wedding anniversary present at this rate we <laughs> way before look. the wedding you know you're like come on yeah come that's, on, get your that's together. And it's and, so and, frustrating it is it's i've got i've got two like that so um one is obviously for for here so that's fine because i've gone up until christmas eve essentially um, yeah. But, you know, you're just like, oh. and it's not the same, is it? You know, you can't, you know, it has happened to me before where you go, oh, it's not arrived. And it's not the same when it comes. And then you go, yeah, yeah. oh, here it is three days later. Do you know what I mean? It's just not, it, it's it's not. all about the day and the opening and all as one. So I'm a bit like, oh, it's got it. So that's a, another a job on my list to, um, to get that, get to done. get basically that sorted. But, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, apart from um, apart from that, we're all pretty organised and uh, and ready for the big day. The, our only other concern is where you're saying you're going out, uh, staying in, sorry, for Christmas dinner. We're mm. going out this year for Christmas dinner, and okay. we're a little concerned with all this kind of will lockdown happen, will it not happen, you know, and all this. Because yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, if yeah, they yeah. lock down, not only will this venue literally lose. You know, I'm, I'm, I was working Ugh. out, it must be 50, 60 grand. You know, you, you think, because oh, it's God. double price, isn't it, Christmas dinners, drinks, yeah, yeah, yeah. this place can hold a lot of people. You think that that would be, must be about 50, 60 grand, right? And they're never going to get that from the government. The government won't go, listen, you know, we, you're going to make that. Here's 60 grand. Sounds they never get that, right? Plus, they've ordered all the, they must have ordered all the dinners in. They must have done. You know, you can't, like, go, yeah, yeah. oh, we'll nip to the supermarket and get it all now. So they've probably ordered it all. And then second, well, thirdly, I'm like, if they do say, listen, we can't have people going out, you're going to stay in, we'll then have to get a turkey as well as many other people. Um, and can you imagine the supermarket, like, the the rush if they did some uh... sort of lockdown on Christmas Day and people like, right, okay, so we're not allowed out. I just don't think they will. I, I don't think, think they it's can. Gonna, I think it's going to dish out some advisories, you know, and try and guilt people into it. But mm. I think people have just, I don't know, I've, and I've said this a few times and I've been out a little bit over the weekend. I think up until this point, the government, quite rightly, have assumed compliance from the from the country as a whole. That, you know, wear masks, you know, hands, face, face, all the other things, mm. um, you know... Uh, you have that level of assumed compliance whereas I truly believe now that in light of all that's come out about the people at the seat of power and how they behaved allegedly um, it is has just made people go sorry sorry what mm. <laughs> sorry what were they doing and then when you see stills from video footage it just sort of makes you go oh you see photos mm. you sort of think that's so so bad <laughs> that I just think compliance 
won't be there if they say so you can have people to your house but no mixing but i think people will just go oh you yeah. get Sorry, in the bin yeah. you can all yeah. get in the bin exactly. you don't tell us what to do when you yeah. can't follow the rules yourself so you remember last year when we were all abiding by the rules mm. and you weren't so what i know what this year you abide by the rules yeah. and, and we won't and then we'll see how that works out yeah and i get that we're dealing with a deadly virus here but i also get that they've genuinely i feel just shot themselves in the foot and any power they had to say to people um you know uh, don't do this please do that it's just gone i think mm. all the goodwill and all the and i also the irony is jed i think by and large people want to do the right thing you know they want to wear yeah, absolutely I've been yeah. wearing my mask pretty much throughout and you know i've really tried really really tried mm. but you do get to a point where you see that and you just think are you yeah. guys are you for real like mm. really this was all going on and I don't know i just think there's no assumed compliance anymore i just don't feel like you can assume that that's that that's going to happen if they start dishing out rules. Yeah, oh, I feel sorry for um, in the, if you're in the hospitality trade um, because, like you say, I do know some people are like cancelling Christmas Day because you know they're sort of being a bit concerned about it, and that's just costing so much money for these people. So, and I also I, I actually feel sorry for the police. You know, that if you yeah. were then forced to sort of say, right, you need to kind of take people to task if they're doing this, that, and the other. And like you absolutely rightly said, you know, you, I, you know, I, you go, well, hang on a minute. I, I can't, I, I know it's my job, but I, I, you know you're just going to get so much backlash, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Like this year, yeah. you're going to get so many people going, I don't think so, mate. Um, so I do I do feel sorry. I think they, they've put a lot of people in bad situations, like I say, lot, especially yeah. police who will, will, will potentially have to police this matter. Um, and people just not abide by the rules, right? And I think rightly so, like you were saying, for those reasons. But the police have got a job to do. You know, they can't say, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to bother doing it." So I, I do think I do actually feel really sorry for them. I just think they're going to be yeah. in a, a they're really in a no terrible, win, yeah, no and, win situation. And then the other thing I think is that it's a bit. I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, can't put everyone in prison. They can't arrest well, everyone. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's literally everyone starts having part. Well, really, what what mm. can they do? Truly, mm. what what can they do? They they, they can't do anything. Um, and you know, weirdly, so we went to the football this weekend. It's my friend's birthday, and and one of our other friends has got um, a, a what are they called a box, a hospitality yeah. box. Sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Uh, but they invite us to go as their guests. Um, do you know what? We had the best, best time, but on the run-up to it, Jed, I'm not ashamed to admit, I was a bit anxious. I was thinking, I really could do without getting ill because I've got some funeral services to take, mm. sadly, to take this week. I've got some radio shows to cover, mm. and I want to be with my, yeah. my yeah. people at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be ill. So I genuinely spent some time thinking about it, and then I thought, right, okay, well, you've now got to show proof of uh, like your COVID passport, haven't mm. you? And they did check that as, I, as we got to Bloomfield Road on, on Saturday. And then because we were in a box, we were with eight others and the only time we didn't have our masks on were when it was just us you know in our in that mm. in that room having our meal and stuff and then of course when you're outside again when you are in hospitality you're in that sort of bit on your own really yeah. and you're outside so in actual fact and then we didn't go out afterwards the plan was to actually then go out afterwards but we decided to stay as a bit of a bubble and just go back to someone's house and that we carried on partying then it was oh, 
I felt rough yesterday, put it <laughs> that way. Um, but but I ha- but we have modified our behaviour because had that not been the case, we'd have just been like, right, where are we going now? When the football finished, we'd have just been like, on it, let's get mm. out. But we, but you know, that's hospitality suffering because in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I think I'd just rather stay with the people we've been with all day, mm. and and that and that's what we did, and it's definitely making me alter my plans in a more or thinking my plans through a bit more carefully because I just don't want to get to like the most exciting week of the year and then be like all right well sorry number one I'm ill or number two I'm having to isolate yeah be interesting well come uh, the podcast next week we'll we'll know what has happened um hopefully like I say for for people in the industry it's um it's all a go and all fine and everyone makes uh, lots of money because they certainly deserve it after um sort of lockdowns and stuff like that so that hopefully that's the case and people are working and people are um you know doing what they do best uh, so yeah we'll f- we'll basically find out next week the jed and Haley show as always thanks to our friends at blackpool's grand theater now one show i've seen pop up on their website which i thought i bet that'll be really good fun now now, if you ever watched Two Pints Lager and a Packet of Crisps, I don't mm. remember, it was a big cult British yeah, sitcom huge. back in the day. Well, Will Meller and Ralph Little have got their own podcast. It's called The Two Pints Podcast, and they are doing a live UK tour. Um, I definitely think it definitely comes off the back of the success of the TV show, those two being genuine friends, and they do talk about some very, very, very funny things. Uh, anyway, their podcast tour is coming to Blackpool's Grand Theatre on the 6th of February. Maybe you're thinking about it as a Christmas gift, or maybe you're a fan of the podcast because i always think when you listen to a podcast you're much more likely to listen to other podcasts that's one thing i do think is very true so if you're a fan of their podcast or maybe you're a fan of the tv show uh, then yeah the guys are taking to the stage you can get your tickets now for two pints live at blackpoolgrand.co.uk it's time for story of the week okay so it's not a very christmasy story in fact it's not christmasy at all but it's the sort of story that makes me go ah makes me feel good inside so these two chaps one was called mark one was from john they're from bolton and uh, they were in you know those corner shops at londis are they called and yes. uh, the two of them managed to scoop four million pound on a lottery scratch card and uh, footage of them dancing around the shop knowing that they'd won this four million quid on a scratch card um has been recently released and the reason it's been released because they're all jumping up and down and just very very uh, pleased with themselves uh, but their joy was actually short-lived and they became sort of architects of their own downfall uh, because what actually happened was when they went to claim it from Camelot back in 2019 April 2019 uh, one of the gentlemen let slip he didn't have a bank account that they could put the winnings into I'm guessing that that's kind of what they do like need your bank details to bang this money in your account kind of thing um, so Camelot's gone oh okay right no no worries um, And then just one of the investigators at Camelot thought, okay, this sounds a bit dodge, but decided to um, ring and just check about the bank card that they'd used to actually buy the ticket with because they bought it using a bank card, which I thought was a bit weird. Uh, Anyway, um, to cut a very long story short, it turns out that the bank card that they used was stolen. Mm -hmm. So that made their ticket null and void because it was a fraudulent purchase. (laughs) And and they never got them. Uh, It's uh, the... (laughs) 
The statement says here, the vigilance of staff at Camelot has been commended and the subsequent investigation by our team at the Complex Fraud team has ensured that these two men are rightly behind bars and can learn to accept how selfish and, uns- and unscrupulous their actions were and far from acceptable. Oh. I love stories like that. But it then, just made me go, oh. Whose card was it? And then can... It was, a, it, they stole... I, but I think, then can they claim the know. right? I, do you know what I mean? They were... They were they were uh, jailed for 18 months uh, at Bolton Crown Court. Uh, it said it was an extraordinary case. The chances of claiming the scratch card were one in four million. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they bought it through fraudulent means. What does it mean, though? Well, the massive winnings never end up in one hands. Doesn't say. Oh, it, I, I guess say, it, it we... just makes the whole purchase null and void, doesn't it? It just makes the whole thing. It's yeah. a, it's because well, te- like, technically, oh I suppose if if like say someone is. Say someone had nicked your bank card and went and bought, um, you know, a round of drinks or whatever, 20 quid on a contactless thing. You'd be like, "Uh, well, I'm having that money back, right? I'm not, I'm not going to go, go on then. Um, So I suppose in a way that would be the the normal thinking. But Mm, mm. if you go, well, hang on a minute, I technically did pay for this, (laughs) for this car. Can I, can I stake a claim to this? I don't know. That is, uh, that, that, if it was me, that is something I would certainly be looking into. Um, my, my, my <laughs> yeah, first call, stolen from you. my first call would be to a legal representative and <laughs> saying, um, just one question. Um, do I have any sort of staking right to this? Blimey. Oh, Can you imagine? That is Isn't just that a great unbelievable. Story? Isn't it? That's unbelievable. Yeah, very good. Like that. But, and do you know um, what's worse? I mean, they've they've gone to prison for eighteen months, Jed. Uh, How much of that eighteen months do you think they're going to spend thinking what they would have done with four million quid? I know. If if, I hope if they'd have just gone, oh, I'll just get this one out of my own pocket. Do you know what I mean? My, yeah. Oh, yeah. unbelievable. Right, like that That's one. Great, isn't it? <laughs> Is it right or is it wrong? So, three news stories here. One of these is right, two are wrong. Now, I I proper flummoxed you last week, so... um, You did me last week. That was annoyed me. ...of the the, uh, Windsor Enclosure. Now, um, these are all actually about celebrities bringing their own things out. Okay, so they're all sort of... Oh, okay, right. Celebrity gifts. Yeah. Yeah, So the first one is uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Apparently, he's going to bring out a, a, a range of fake tan, so fans can basically get his golden glow. Um, oh, yeah, he said, yeah, new range of products: uh, fake tans, makeup, anti-aging creams, um, soaps, all for men. You know this stuff. It's not. It's not okay, doing this right. kind of a women's batch. It's all for men. Um, so we can all basically look like Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, I'll be honest. I'll, I, you know, I'll have to clear my bank account to buy the uh, amount of stuff there to try and get to look like him. But um, really? listen, oh, if it right, says yeah. that's what can happen on the on the bottles, then that must be it. Uh, next one is uh, mm-hmm. Brian Conley. Do you remember him? Um, he's yeah, brought yeah. his own range of. He's got um, a, a range of puppets out in Armenia. Um, apparently, sketch show because you know in the nineties and stuff like yeah, that yeah, in yeah, some yeah, TV yeah. program. Well, um, obviously, countries like that have them. Uh, playing a bit bit Repeated. later and yeah and uh, apparently he's a massive hit out there he's just like he's nice. a huge megastar 
So uh, yeah, and he can't he couldn't get enough of um, his catchphrase. Remember that it's a puppet. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, ended yeah, up like having it. his own range out there. Apparently unbelievable, and he's out there in uh, January on a bit of a, a, a sort of a, a, a tour, which uh, is already sold nice. out. Um, Jeremy Clarkson, he's bringing his own range of jams out after his batch at a farm show went down a storm. Uh, was even described by the Telegraph as exquisite. Uh, apparently Waitrose are set to stock his offering in January. So there you go. Oh, okay. So we've got Clarkson's Jam, Ronaldo's Tan. <laughs> Very good. Go on, carry on with Connelly's, the rhyming. Connolly's Connolly's Puppets. <laughs> um, yeah, Ronaldo is is a very is a very good looking chap. Well, like you said, pretty, didn't you? I think you're right. Very pretty, yeah, pretty, right. pretty chap. Can I just say very briefly? Went to the football on Saturday, and that's how I know I'm getting old. I thought some of the hairdos on all the players <laughs> from both teams were very off. I was like, look at his hair. Mm. Like, what a mess. I mean, I won't name the player, but there was one Blackpool player I thought, terrible player, lovely hair. <laughs> so it was one, one player. Terrible like, lovely player. Hair. Lovely hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's how I know I'm getting old, Jed. When yes. the hairstyles, you're like, oh, and you shake your head, you're like, oh, no, that's not. He's not got good hair. He's not respecting hair as far as no, I'm concerned. No. So that's how I knew I was old. <laughs> um, so Ronaldo with his tan. I just don't think he's got the time, Jed. It's a full-time job being Ronaldo. I've said this before. Mm. When you're Cristiano, you've a you've a lot on being him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, like I've said before, you can't just rock up to training in your scruffs. You've got to you've got to spend the time. He's not time to be developing a brand mm. like of tans. Um, so for that reason, I'm out with Cristiano. Brian and the Puppet. Oh, I used to love that when I was when I was younger. I thought it was so funny. So that's that's that is a maybe. That is uh, is a is a maybe. And Clarkson, he does have like a farm type show now, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. And so maybe maybe he has done that, and then people are jumping on the bandwagon, like you know. A fool and his money are easily parted. So if you want to pay over the odds for a bit of Clarkson jam, that's your prerogative. <laughs> so is it going to be Brian's puppets or Clarkson's jam? I'm going to go for Clarkson's jam only because I know for sure he does like a farming, agriculture type show. Not that I'd ever bother watching it, but I know that he does it. Okay. Well, um, it is not Brian Conley's puppets. Um, oh, I don't right. think he is big in Armenia. Um, oh, okay. The answer is Cristiano Ronaldo. No. Um, yeah. You, you, As you if are, he's got time yeah, for that. Well, I'm sure he's got people um, wow. that can do it for him. So, yeah, he's apparently going to um, set to bring out a new range of products, uh, fake wow. tans, soaps, makeup, anti-aging creams. Uh, this according to a trademark application that has gone in. So oh. expect like sort of some Cristiano products on our shelves. Merch. Yeah, merch. Uh, very, wow. very soon. So there you go. Keeping oh. you out of the winner's enclosure, which is great. Oh, flipping egg. Flipping egg. The Jed and Haley Show. Okay then, Jed, what are you watching? So you know I said about I'm travelling to see my brother this week well um, yes. this all is relatable like I say remember when I went on holiday to Portugal I think a couple of years ago and I yes. watched um, the Disappearance of Madeleine McCann documentary just yeah. before we went to Portugal with the kids 
uh, which is not some not not things that I would uh, recommend doing because mm, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. like right lock that lock that right put the bleeding wardrobe <laughs> up against that door there right and this, and we're in the bleeding apartment do you know what I mean it's not like oh, we then God. go out um, so yeah not great anyway I've done the same so it's on Netflix at the moment it's very good actually and um, so what's it called right so my brother lives like I always say he lives near Southampton because it's easier but actually he mm. lives in a little village near Salisbury um, so Salisbury's like his nearest little what town, and it's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. it's it's only fifteen minutes from, and he lives in this little village near the New Forest. But Salisbury's the main thing. So, um, I've been watching a documentary called The Salisbury Poisoning. So, do you remember when them two oh, Russians? It. Oh, it's yeah. so it's, good. Yeah. So the Russians, basically, obviously, you know, as as we all know, true story, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I weirdly, I was um. Again, we were like, oh, I was organised to go and see him, great. And then it was not Netflix. And, it, and it's like, it just was there, you know, all things you might see. It was on like, ITV last year. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, sort of like crime dramas, all that. So it's obviously come up as like, oh, this might be what you want. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. watching that. And obviously I've been a few times down to his place. So I recognise mm. obviously bits of it with being in Salisbury. But uh, I was like, oh, right. I was, I was saying to my brother, I was like, listen, when I get down here, I want a tour of all this. You know, where, where was his house? Uh, where was this sort of bench um, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff? So, uh, but no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think I'm the third episode in, and um, oh, it's really good. So yeah, really, really enjoying that at the moment. Um, fantastic. So um, yeah, that's on Netflix. Souls be poisoning, but um, yes, it's uh, it, it's it's been good. Oh, oh, and another. Oh, sorry, another one. That we've actually really enjoyed on Netflix. That um, me and Claire we watch. It's called Made. Um, I've done. If you've seen this, it's it's sort of pretty. I think it's pretty new. Um, and it's it's okay. actually yeah. I didn't fancy it at first because it's like Made, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it just doesn't. Yeah, you know, it wasn't sort of grabbing me from the title. Um, mm. But I have to say, it's really good. It is really good. Um, it's all about uh, a young woman who tries to, well, leaves home with a, a daughter um, because she's kind of in, it's weird, she's not in a, a domestic violence type relationship where she gets hit about, but she, it's getting mm. to that point. Do you know what I mean? He, he, oh, okay. he gets drunk, he gets, he, he like hits walls, but near her and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it, 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 it's getting to that point where you think, well, it only uh-huh. takes an inch to the left and, and she'd take a bit yeah, of a whack. Yeah, yeah. But, but. It, it, then the problems are is that you know when she goes to these places they're like well you haven't been hit then and you haven't obviously gone to oh, the police gosh. and you haven't this and you haven't that and you haven't the other. do you know what I mean so it's like well so what does yeah, it yeah, take yeah. do I just have to get my head caved in and then we can sort something out yeah so, then you believe me yeah wow. so she ends up sort of homeless and she has this daughter and the battles between uh, but but actually it, it's it's not it's not that's not the whole story. It's just a. It's, oh, okay. It's kind of based Worth on a true, and it's based. Yeah, it is based on a true story as well. So, really good. I was surprised. That's all I'm going to say. I'm. So, I was surprised. I was a bit like when I okay. read the synopsis. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. It's for me. But yeah, we started watching it, and um, as in from the first episode, I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be good, and it is. So we think we're about six in. Um, a really oh, okay. good watch. Yeah, it's called Made. It's on Netflix, and um, yeah, really recommend that. It's very good. 
All right. So um, this week we binged Money Heist. Like, um, yeah, we were like, we'd saved it and saved it. And then I think there was maybe 10 episodes and we've just binged them this week. We've absolutely adored it. And as you said, Jed, it was the perfect ending to a brilliant, brilliant series. Like, I think the best no ending ever. Loose ends. Yeah. Yeah. There was no loose ends. You sort of go, it's done. It's yeah. abs- without any spoilers, it's done. And it was done really well. And I loved at the end how they went back and showed you almost like the best bits of every Mm. character, which I thought was just really clever. You know, like they literally went through that. And people in the gang that you'd kind of forgotten about or people in the series that you'd forgotten about. Mm. You're like, oh, my God, I'd forgotten about them. And I just thought it was the most well thought out finale I've ever watched of a show. You know, you go, that was so clever. Because the second to last episode we watched on Saturday night, uh, we got back in. We've been obviously drinking all day, but you know, like when you sort of, you're not really drunk because you've been drinking all day. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of yeah. in a good in a good place. We watched it, and then I was yeah, I was like super tired. But the next morning we woke up, and I can remember when he was like, "Should we watch it? Should we watch it?" And I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't, I'll go on then." We ended up watching it. And I thought to myself, "I have no idea how this is going to end." Even at the second to last episode, mm. I thought. I just don't know how they're going to swing this back. Like, I just don't know. Because yeah. one of the things I love about Money Heist, and the reason that I think it's solid, is that some TV dramas ask you to suspend reality. Whereas I really think with Money Heist, everything that happened is real world. It, it, in my opinion, is real world. The only thing that was slightly irritating was on the build-up to the finale, there was a lot of messing with the timelines, like you were going back to remind yes. you about this bit and yeah. back. And I was like, oh, blooming heck. And it kept jumping back in time a bit. But I think the payoff was worth it because it, it then certain parts of the heist made sense. Mm. Um, but I thought it was fabulous and we, we thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the hours we spent watching that this week. And then, yeah, we've watched a few Christmas films, Bloomin' Jack Frost and a few other <laughs> little Christmas films that Fred wanted to watch. But last night, uh, just by chance, I spotted on BBC One there was something that I thought, oh, that sounds familiar. And then when I looked into it, it was a drama based on a book and really enjoyed it. And the book was called The Girl Before. And um, it was just a really enjoyable book. I would argue a better book than the TV show, uh, but that's always the way. Anyway, mm. it's a four-parter on BBC One. It was the first part last night. And to be honest, the, in my opinion, it's had a bit of, not a tank in the press, but it hasn't gone down as well as I thought it would because I really think they made the mistake and they should have put on two episodes last night because they do the same thing. Even if you think of the title The Girl Before, it's basically about a girl that moves into the most beautiful futuristic house you know that's voice controlled and whatnot yeah. um but it turns out that this really lovely woman that moves in there um is not the first person that's lived in the house and the girl before that used to live there was very much like she is mm. so it's that that's the story and and um it's a it's it's a great story, actually. It's four parts, and we binged them all last night and really enjoyed them. Uh, but, yeah, it's on the BBC iPlayer. It's written by J.P. Delaney, and he's a great author, but a really cool story. Um, just, like, he's basically built this gorgeous futuristic house, um, and then you have to go through, like, a bit of a psychological test to live there, but for, like, next to no rent. That's kind of the hook, really, right. to get you to go and live there. But you have to live by their rules. So that's, like, that's the whole premise of it also. But just really good, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Four episodes long, and it's on the BBC iPlayer now. There you go. Well, yeah, it sounds good. So plenty of things to um, to get through. Yeah, Money House, without a doubt, for me. Just so good. the best ending 
I could watch uh, all that again. Yeah, best ending of a series that I, I, I've seen. And we, yeah, there's been some great episodes as in, as in like, um, uh, you know, series. Like, I mean, Sopranos was always one of them, wasn't it? Where the the ending, there's a real mixed reviews. Some people loved it, some people hated it. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think anyone will hate this ending. I think ev- everyone Never. will go great. It's ending. worth it. Great, you know, if you start ending. watching it, yeah, I think there's something nice in when you start watching it. You go with the payoff is really yeah, good. 100%. Because sometimes 100%. when you start watching them, they lose their way a bit and you're like, mm. I, you just get the impression the writers are, are not sure yeah, what to sort of do or they want to keep to write, you guessing. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because it's so. successful, but it doesn't feel like that. I just, like you said, it was wrapped up super neatly and I thoroughly enjoyed it. 100%. So there you go. Lots to watch. Um, do let us know your suggestions as well. Coming up to Christmas, lots of people in Christmas TV. So we're on the yeah. Facebook page, Jed and Haley Show. Or you can tweet us at Miss Haley Kate or at Jed Mills. And a very, very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Jed and Haley Show, supporting Blackpool Grand Theatre.